So what's our weather supposed to be like today? The high is 68 and the low is 36. Okay, so that's why it's cold outside right now. <laughs> but 68's not bad. 68's not bad to work in. We don't have any rain, right? No rain coming up? It's one of those, the clouds might, it. Uh, it's going to be cloudy with that, you know, little itty bitty chance of if you know the clouds do the texas thing and decide that they're gonna rain Mm. on us then they will if not then no okay (laughs) but there's no no true knowing but even then you know it we're at that point where you know it's not cold per se right now it's just supposed to get cold later because the low is 36 for tonight but the low for the night itself is actually 30 because it's not supposed to reach 30 until the morning of tomorrow before sunrise. And now it's saying that, you know, tomorrow night is supposed to be the low being 29. But then the after that, the low goes back up to 38. And then literally all for next week, the low doesn't drop below 53 and we have 78 degree day, 75 degree day, 74 degree day, 76 <sighs> degree day, and 71 degree day. That sounds amazing. So. Okay. Hopefully it stays. And stays for the friggin' weekend for once? Like, can we just get one good weekend? Yeah. Like, you know what's going to happen. I, I already smell this one coming. We're going to get the weekend, and the weekend that we get that the weather is good, the girls go back to Teflon. Like, it just, I mean, I'm fine with it, but at the same time, it's like, I really wanted to give more because the house is pretty clean. There's only so much I can have them do. I've actually got a couple ideas on some things I'm going to have them do today if they come home and they're not Teflon. But, like, for the most part, it's like they're pretty well keeping up on things right now. You, The way I, I don't even question it. Whatever system you've got working on the kitchen is working. So... It was just doing the the thing that I kept saying I was going to do that I didn't want to do and that I don't want to have to do with everything. But every single time they, I told them and I got tired of it and I sat there and said, if the kitchen isn't done right when I get up in the morning, when you guys get home from school, you have to take everything out of all of the cabinets, check all of it, wash everything that's dirty, go through every single dish, every single cabinet, the fridge and everything and put it all back mm-hmm. and clean the kitchen. And then you still have to clean the kitchen after dinner. And so they were getting to a point where they were cleaning the kitchen three times a day. And they did that for three days in a row before they finally realized that I wasn't joking and that I was going to be strict on it. And so it's just feeling like that's the exact thing that has to happen. Now every, they know you're sticking to it. Yeah. It, but yeah. it's just, it's frustrating because you know, then it turns into I'm just this horrible person that's constantly making them do things. So it's just, you know, it's frustrating. But, I mean, that's literally every time it comes down to it, it's the only thing that gets them to actually do everything the way that they're supposed to do it. Yeah. And then they clean the house so that, you know, everything was, you know, nice and actually done right. And then, you know just being told to keep up on it and you know getting gotten on for every little thing is making them get frustrated enough again to actually get it done right so it's just it's so horrendously taxing to have to be that person Mm -hmm. because then they want nothing to do with me because then every time i see them i have to 
ask the same 15 questions. Have you done this? Did you do that? Did you actually do that? Do you hear me? Is this what's going to happen if you don't do it? And then, you know, saying all of those things every time, it's the only way that they get it done. So it's just, you know, whatever. (laughs) But now the kitchen is done right. So it's just a matter of getting it like that with everything else. Mm -hmm. And it is frustrating because if they could just do these things and not have to be, you know, gotten on like this with all of it and you know like we talked about before had the the drive and the want to do you know more and not just the same boring old chores every day then you know things would be a lot easier because yeah then becoming teflon takes away that entire aspect of you know if they if they're teflon they don't have to be they can't be asked to do extra chores which Mm -hmm. is you know it's it is frustrating because all these things that are extra that we're having them do are actual skills that they should be learning whether they're teflon or not yeah building you know just building anything with wood and being able to pay attention to detail and you know be outside and learn how to do things it's just we you know talked about the whole they're going to be doing everything with the garden and you know helping out but i feel i can already see that angle coming as one of those things you know just being thrown back at anybody oh can you do this well i'm teflon so no i i see that coming Mm -hmm. so it's just I'm not looking forward to it, but, you know, again, yeah, with our luck, that's probably exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> have a good weekend come around. They're going to be like, ha, can't make me do anything. I'm going to get my room clean and that's it. Yeah. But, I mean, if it gets, but, I mean, if if it just gets things done, then at least it gets things done. So that's the only thing I can think about it for a positive note. And you know what? It's like. It is. It is what it is. I mean, at the end of the day, there's a lot of stuff I I want to be a, one working on and doing along with you. You know, so and like for example, when we took uh, we took those the your tomato plants. We took the how many plants did we we took twelve total plants, but we only took like what eight of those were tomato plants. Six of those were tomato plants that we took to the school. I don't remember. Okay. It was something like that. The rest the of them were The smell of the tomato plants just had me so excited. Like, my mouth would not stop watering. The whole time we were there, I was literally, like, just quiet because I couldn't stop drooling at the thought of some really good fresh tomatoes, you know? It's like the tomatoes in the store are just cardboard to me, and I thought it was just me, but no, everybody's talking about it. That the Tomatoes anywhere from everybody, it's just they're getting more and more bland because everybody's just doing everything they can to bring down their prices and in bringing down their prices they're just making them they're all being grown in hot houses yeah without the sun without flavor the things that actually give tomatoes flavor and so the more it's, things that i keep seeing on the labels that are grown with aquaponics instead of yeah in the dirt that takes away a big aspect of the flavor mm-hmm yeah, and tomatoes right now, I mean, tomatoes, lettuces, things like that. I'm like, wow, these are just bland. And $2, I mean, for a good head of lettuce that's just still not tasting great, I'm just having issues with it. I mean, I don't even want to give it to the chickens. I feel like I'm insulting them, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but it is what it is, and that's why we garden and why we grow. It's not just because we save money, because we really don't. It's not that's not the big aspect of it. The big aspect of it is... We make a bunch of really good food that tastes really good, that stores really well, and that we can have when so we don't have to deal with this off-season crap. So, and with that said, 
Good morning, and welcome to the Stupid Podcast on Everything, where I'm Joey. And I'm Kiki. And we talk about everything. And nothing. All at the same time. So, we got a couple of national days today? Yep. Go for it. Uh, this first one is National Almond Day, and we've now, because originally Lily didn't like, or she thought she didn't like almonds. Mm-hmm. Until she got the wasabi ones. Yeah. And th- those are really good, but um, we are... Uh, we're, we we all like almonds. I don't think mm-hmm. there's anybody now in the house that doesn't like them. Um, so on February 16th each year, National Almond Day recognizes the versatile and healthful almond. This delicious nut is native to the Middle East and thrives in warm, dry climates and mi- with mild winters. The day celebrates the benefits and the uses of almonds. Whether you are eating them by themselves, using almond milk, pasta, flour, butter, oil, or meal... Almonds offer a delicious flavor along with many health benefits. Almonds are one of the most heart-healthy foods on the market, packed with vitamin E, magnesium, and fiber. According to a survey of 500 health professionals, almonds may be beneficial to a healthy lifestyle. According to the U.S. Food and Drug Administration, scientific evidence suggests but does not prove that eating 1.5 ounces per day of most nuts, such as almonds, as a part of a diet low in saturated fat and cholesterol may reduce the risk of heart disease. Recent research from Purdue University suggests that eating almonds can help people feel satisfied for several hours, which can support weight management and counter weight gain, and 80% of the world's almonds are grown in California. So, to observe National Almond Day, snack on almonds, share almonds with others, collect a variety of seasoned roasted almonds, and enjoy a taste test, which is your favorite, toasted, smoked, spicy, or sweet. Step into the kitchen and add almonds to your savory cooking. They add flavor to your Mm -hmm. meats, sauces, and salads. Try almond butter for an alternative spread or mixed into dips. Or create a sweet dessert or a healthy substitute using almonds. So I've gotten to that point where, you know, I've, because of me not liking milk, I do drink almond milk. Mm -hmm. Not so much anymore just because the biggest reason that I had it was for things that I just don't really consume anymore like cereal cereal is one of those things that I absolutely adored growing up because it was like just you know it's cereal but I see cereal as more of a like dessert or reward kind of thing than just something that I would wake up and eat because even if I would wake up and have some it was never like one of those things that I would eat like four or five bowls of it and you know be good I wanted like a bowl of something and still have like eggs and so like is now especially but so I don't I don't really get it anymore like I have some right now just because I wanted to make some horchata and I don't uh like making horchata with regular milk for again that aspect of I just don't really like milk mm-hmm. but no I I want to make my own almond milk now but it's one of those things that's kind of like is it it's not really worth it because almond milk is cheaper than buying the almonds to make almond milk. So it's just, it's kind of frustrating. Yeah. And, you know, doing the research to understand that, you know, almond milk envi- almonds environmentally, not the greatest thing there. And almond milk is not the greatest stuff uh, environmentally cows are and goats and sheep are much more productive as far as, uh, the amount that they produce for the amount of environment that they take. Um, like, I don't know if you know, I, have you watched the documentary with me on the, what they have to do with the bees when, when, during almond season? No, you just told on? me about it. Okay. Yeah. So it's, 
it's those I'm like I I just like I like almonds. I love almonds. I like Blue Diamond. I almost I almost started working there at one point. Blue Diamond almonds. I almost got a job there. I was I I had to turn it down because I got a better a much bigger offer and I was like uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> so, but I almost I almost ended up working there, but and I love their smoked almonds. They they throw me back into holiday childhood. On my mom's side of the family, grandparents, uncles, aunts, so quick. Like, that's just just the moment that that taste hits my my tongue. You know, I talk about the fact that my grandma on one side had, you know, candies, the pillow candies, the strawberry candies, Mm -hmm. the mint candies and those. And on the other side, it was always the Blue Diamond Smokehouse almonds. And so whenever I get those, it's always just that little jump back to a little happy time. I can even smell the room I was in where they would keep the little almond tray. And I was, as a kid, just sneak in there, grab like three, you know, and then go back. But I would grab like three, like 30 times, you know, and then dinner would come around and I was like, "Mm, I'm good. I don't know why I'm full. No idea. (laughs) So, but um, one of my first pretentious dishes that I learned how to cook, meaning, you know, just it was a very very French dish um, was trout almondine. And it's like one of the most, for chefs, it's one of the most known almond dish in there. And good almonds, bad almonds, they make the dish. And so it's like, it, it's it's good. It's, it's a dredged uh, trout dish. It's absolutely delicious, but it's so, it's one of those dishes that you have if you don't want to taste the trout. Mm. (laughs) but you taste the almonds so you know that's that's just where that is so what's our next day um our second day is national do a grouch a favor day Hmm. so national do a grouch a favor day is a call to kindness on february 16th everyone knows a grouch and for some of us may even be guilty of being one on february 16th maybe you can be the one to find the sweeter side of a grouch For some, it's in their nature to be grouches all of the time, while others may just be having a rough day or two. On National Do a Grouch a Favor Day, we have an opportunity to turn the grouch's frown upside down. A grouch can be called by a number of names, some of which won't be described here. However, a few (laughs) that might come in handy today are Crank, Grump, Curmudgeon, Sourpuss, Bellyacre, Crosspatch, Crab, and Grumbler. If you manage to turn their mood around, they might become known as the neighborhood idealist. The grouch that you know might be a friend, relative, coworker, boss, neighbor, or someone who lives in your house. The favor you do on National Do a Grouch Favor Day can be simple or elaborate. Either way, doing them a favor is going to feel right for you. Maybe February 16th would be a fun day to watch the movie, movies Grumpy Old Men and Grumpier Old Men. So, to observe, do a grouch favor day. Find out their favorite baked good and surprise them your fav- and surprise your favorite grouch with it. Listen to their grumblings and grumble along with them just for the day. You might find out some of the reasons why they're such a grump. Just visit with them or offer to help with a difficult project. Who was the grouchiest person you had growing up? Growing up? Yeah. Like somebody in your neighborhood, school, teacher... You know, somebody you had that was just grumpy. 
honestly, and I mm-hmm. I don't know if she listens to this or not. Uh, my <laughs> nana, she okay. was I literally for the longest time I hated going and visiting her because it always felt like it didn't matter what was going on, who was doing what. Like she was just, and I know that it's it's a lot different now just because she's changed a lot and a lot of things going on in her life have changed but she was just always upset like she was always hot she was always like complaining about something or other and a lot of it was because she she was extremely overweight when I was younger and she was dealing with the fact that my papa had passed away because he passed away when i was eight Mm -hmm. and so um i just like just got to that age of understanding all the things about that and then he passed away and then um and so it was just it was i just hated i hated going and visiting her because everything was always you know you can't it was so hard for me because i i didn't um i was so terrified of getting in trouble but I always wanted to stand up for my siblings and I hated when my siblings were getting in trouble for things that were that I saw as unfair. Mm-hmm. And so if she started getting on one of my siblings, despite me being afraid of getting in trouble, I would, you know, stand up for them and that used to piss her off. How you know, how dare I step in on something that had nothing to do with me kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And um she wasn't necessarily like old fashioned. She's not like that old. Like my my entire family, my everybody that's older than me isn't that much older than me. My mom and my dad are only nineteen and twenty years older than me. And so and it was the same thing for my mom and, you know, her parents. They weren't that much older than her. And so it was just, you know, it's not like sh- there's this crazy, horrendous age gap and she's like 80 something. She she wasn't that much older. And so it was always frustrating. And, but, you know, her body told her that she was a lot older than she was. And so it was hard for her to do a lot. Like she wobbled places and it was, you know, just she was like I said, she was constantly, constantly complained about the temperature. She was always hot. It was always hot. It didn't matter if it was freezing fucking cold in her apartment. It was hot to her. Mm-hmm. And that was frustrating for everybody else and me, you know, and my siblings not being, you know, fat kids. We were always freezing. And so for her to constantly be saying things like that, she never like she didn't know how to cook either. So it wasn't like we went over and we had like these amazing things. Like we'd come over and be like, Hey, uh, you know, Nana, we're kinda hungry and didn't matter and then we were just oh man you guys need to learn some manners you know just going around saying you're hungry kind of thing mm-hmm. and it was just it was not fun and so she she was like that all the way up until maybe two years after my papa passed away and then she okay. finally started getting her life together went to zumba classes with my aunt and you know both of them had this big goal in mind to lose weight and my mom had joined in on that and they all lost an insane amount of weight um and she just became a lot happier and everything. She was talking to all of her kids again, not just, you know, my mom or my auntie Des or anything like it was everybody was back in her life. Everybody was, you know, she had friends again that were actually hanging out with her and da da da. And so she definitely got better. Um, and then from that point forward, it was just my the only one that comes to mind is my math teacher that I've talked about before. Because I don't know what fucking stick was up her ass, but she was constantly, it didn't matter. No, Nothing could make her day good. She, I never saw her smile. She was just the angriest old woman I had ever met. And just, there was nothing. There's nothing you could do. It's not like anybody came back to visit her and like, you know, she would be excited about it. It was just, it was horrendous. Nobody could bring her anything. She could have her birthday and nobody could give her anything and have her be like, oh man, thanks. Like she was just, she was so horrendously miserable 24 mm. 7 so 
So yeah, those are the two. For me, the grumpiest person I had in my life and I've had that I ever had in my life was my grandfather. So my grandpa day was absolutely the grumpiest curmudgeon. Literally, that's where that word I knew that word for that word. That that man was a curmudgeon and absolutely the grumpiest SOB ever. And, you know, I loved him. He made it very hard to love him. He made it very hard because he couldn't understand that a kid who was struggling, you know, just to, hey, I'd like to be alive, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. um, could be anything and just wouldn't accept, you know, anything from me. And the best things that I ever had was the times that I made him smile. I took him out bass fishing and uh, when I took him out fishing, you know, I made him happy. Then he caught his largest bass and he was all kinds of happy about it. And and uh, that made me happy. I was just like, okay, but no, everything, anything that he could complain about, always complained. Just always complained. I hate when everything is just complaining to this day, because that's all he did was just, that was it. And it was everything. I mean, to the point where like twice I almost got in fights because of his being grumpy to other people. And he told me that, and, and this is, you know, grumpy for a man who was honest with me that the only fight he had ever been in, he got knocked on his butt, you know? So, but didn't matter to him. So, you know, he just died grumpy. He lived grumpy and everything else. And I just freaking loved him. <laughs> so, you know, it it is what it is. Just that's just kind of the way I look at it. So. <sighs> but, yeah, so the grumpy people in our lives, you know, there are the close people. I mean, we had grumpy neighbors and stuff. We just didn't care about them. So but him definitely cared about. It, so that's where that is. I just. Yeah. <laughs> But thank you so much for joining us on this little shorter edition, but all good edition of Stupid Podcast on Everything Morning. We got stuff we want to get done. We'll definitely be looking forward to seeing you in the afternoon. And, uh, you know, until then, peace out with your peace out. Bye.